welcome guys to another wonderful episode with me, your host, Mentor Mel, aka Melanie McFadden here, talking about random things. And today is kind of like one of those days where I just like watched something a little profound and it, it filled my heart with joy and caught me caught me in the heart strings a little bit. And um so anywho, Netflix is amazing and I watched this miniseries, uh, Madam C.J. Walker. Now, before I even watched this this miniseries, I have always been a fan of just her being like the first self-made female millionaire. And I don't know, it's just kind of like a... Because of the time period, Black females, mm, that wasn't even a thing, being, like, an entrepreneur, making tons of money, like, and not even tons, it's not even about the money, though, but it's just the movement that was behind it, and um, I'm pretty sure during the process, she just had her vision of what she wanted. She saw that there was a problem. She was able to solve said problem, and the good thing about solving said problem, she was able to to enable or provide opportunities for others to grow and expand themselves. And that's really like a a huge thing that a lot of people forget when they try to go their, their business route. Like a lot of these businesses, like in the very beginning, you know, they want to just make tons of money. And a lot of the times it's not about money. 99% 99% of the time, it's not about money. But because of the world we live in, money is like social status. And, oh, I can buy all these things and I don't have to worry about anything. But I like the fact that, and I know some of this was dramatized for the miniseries, but I like the fact that she like she had her vision of what she wanted and she was not going to budge on it. And as many no's as she got, she kept it going. She just kept going. If she didn't stop, like her husband in this was like super Debbie Downer and you need me to do X, Y, and Z and let me take this. And like, it was legit what she wanted for her company, for her business. Like she just saw it like so vividly. And I feel like a lot of times when people have their dreams and aspirations, They talk about it a little too soon to others. They share it to just try and get like pre-approval. Like like it's a house loan. Like I'm getting pre-approved for this whatever house loan, right? When you have your vision of what you want, you don't need to have pre-approval. If you have the dream, if you have the vision for it, then all you really need to do now is put in the work. And a lot of times when people put in the work, they get their first no, everything stops oh, I probably shouldn't have done this anyway, or this isn't like, I shouldn't have been here, and I really shouldn't, like, there's a lot of doubt that's, like, put into the person immediately when they get that first no. So, for instance, well, not even instance, but this small, small personal experience, like, with me starting this whole, like, mentorship, not even a mentorship, it's just kind of, like, self-help, really. I know I've been through quite a bit, and I know that, the position that I was in was a position where I worked with like young adults. And because I would say they're probably like a six year difference between me and them, 
I was still in the ballpark to like understand what they're going through because I, I had just been through it not too long ago. So I understand fully what they're going through, but I don't understand it exactly. So that leaves a space for me to see the other side of what they're going through. Like I am like the product of that, of, you know, the result of what they've been through. And then to actually help them be better while going through the process. So just being able to provide advice or offer just a word of encouragement, whatever you want to call it. Me seeing how those little, it's like small gems that I put in people. It wasn't even like, I'm telling you to readjust your whole life. I'm just telling you to do things that may help you navigate a little bit better. So I saw what those little bits of advice did for those people. And it kind of put a little bit of confidence in me to do it more on a wider scale. Now people there, I don't work with people directly anymore like I used to, but I still do have my personal experiences. And I feel like because of my personal experiences, I'm able to relate to people because there's somebody that's went through something similar. It may not be an exact form of like, Oh, I went here, here and here, but I've had a similar situation happen somewhat to your story. And your advice did help me get through this. So I think seeing just how much more confident people or those students gotten themselves was a kind of a pick me up to, and a real like confidence boost to like starting this whole mentor Mel brand, I guess you could say. So even though I didn't need pre-approval from somebody, you know, I, I, I always talk to my mom about stuff and to really get her stamp of approval on what I was doing. Um, it just kind of really gave me that, that extra boost. Now I'm pretty stubborn, not going to lie. And regardless of what she said, I was going to do it anyway. I was going to, I was going to try this and see, see where it goes. And sometimes with your dream and your vision, you, you have to be, you like, there's no other way but to be stubborn. And that's one major thing that I saw with Madam CJ Walker. She was not, it's like tenacity, like the tenacity of this woman and the fact that you had the audacity to say no to her. And the fact that it's like every no kind of fueled her even more to make you regret saying no to her. And that's kind of like, like the fire that I have when I'm like going forth with something. If you want to say no to like what I got going on or maybe what I have envisioned for myself or something that I want, I'm really going to prove you wrong now. Like I'm going to enjoy watching your mouth drop. When I tell you, hey, I got this. So, quick story. I have a cousin, and one of my dreams is to own all of the, the land where I grew up. So, so where my house, my parents' house is, the plot of land, it's like maybe three or four houses on there. And, you know, it's in somebody else's name. But the neighborhood... Now, because this is down the South, the plantation owner like owned all the land and I guess gave the land to like my great, great grandparents. So technically the land is still in my great, great grandparents name, but we just pay the taxes on it. So it doesn't go to the, to the County. 
I want to own all of it. I want to own that whole, like, I call it like a little island. It's not an island, but like that whole street, there's two streets to that, three streets to that neighborhood. I want to own it all. Like all of it. I kind of want it to be like my own empire, my own little community. Now, I don't want to own like the people that live, that are living in the house. I want to physically own the land. I want the land to be in my name. But I want to have it to where I can help those that are currently living there. Because a, a lot of times, black people don't understand the value in land. They see land. I have land. Oh, what can I sell it for? Like, that's just not, that's not the power. The power is in having something that is scarce. Land is not something that's going to populate on its own. Land is something where there's a shortage of, and because you have what there's a shortage of, you actually have more value. But as a race, we don't realize that for some reason. But I was telling my cousin this. He was like, oh, well, you can't do that and this, that, and the other. And yeah, there's no way you'll be able to, you know, be able to own all that land. Now, I thought I was talking to somebody who was a little bit more visionary, but I realized very quickly that he is not the type to see the quote-unquote impossible. It's not even impossible. It's not impossible at all. But because we didn't come in with a silver spoon in our hand, there's no way we're going to be able to own all this land and acreage and all that stuff. So I cannot wait for this moment because I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I cannot wait until his mouth drops. Oh, I didn't think you could do it. Oh, I know. I know you didn't think I could do it. But when you have a limiting mindset, and that's that's kind of why I kind of stopped, like, talking to him. Because <laughs> I need somebody who, and I'm not saying that you need to, like, agree with me at all. That's not even what that is. But the fact that you don't even believe in possibilities. You only believe in, like, the shortcomings of what you know. I know there's tons of people that own tons of acreage of land. The company that I work for, they own basically the whole city, but you would never know. That's what I want. There's power behind that. There's power behind not knowing who owns these trees over here. So the important thing on sharing your dreams prematurely is when you share it prematurely, you actually open it up to not be able to manifest. So in the spiritual world, you know, a lot of times now, actually, a lot of people are saying, you know, the whole manifestation thing, this, that, and the other. But a lot of people don't tell you when you are manifesting what you want, you, you're kind of moving with a sense of knowing. When you share it too soon, you actually open it up to people that, A, don't understand it. Secondly, won't put, like, good energy towards it. They actually negate what you're saying. So they're actually kind of putting like negative vibes on it for, for it to not happen. So you really got to like, it's like a golden goose. That's what your dream should be to you. It should come out at the right time. So honestly, when I sign paperwork is when I will tell him again. Like, oh, you remember that day where you said I couldn't do X, Y, and Z? Can you read this for me? Like, that's legit how I'm going to play this when it, when it happens. And I like being petty like that. And I don't even think it's petty. I like revenge in ways like that. And also, it's like a double whammy when you do it because it's going to open up his mind to be like, dang, 
well, if I wasn't thinking like this, maybe I could do X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. It's all in your mindset. If you don't think you can do it, you're not going to do it. If you don't think you can do it, you're not going to do it. You can be your worst enemy to yourself if you don't have the right mindset, which is why I'm so glad that you're like sitting here listening to this stuff because your mind is way more powerful than you even realize. Your mind is more powerful than your hands. As much as we like being in control, your mind has way more power than your hands. Way more power. So because Madam C.J. Walker was one that has such a powerful I know what I want mentality and I'm not settling for anything less, she allowed greatness to come upon her, even during times of difficulties. Now, and I, here's the thing I hate about people. Because they have a dream of what they want and it doesn't go right exactly how they had planned, they think it's not meant to be. When really, when something like a little hurdle, and I'll use the term hurdle because that's what it is, when a hurdle comes in the way, you know, you may run through it and trip on it, but guess what? You're still moving forward. People see the hurdle coming up and be like, nah, we should turn back like right now. Like we shouldn't even like, this isn't even for us. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a horse on a track, like a track and field. Like this isn't even like the right place for me to be. And people carry that mindset and they just completely stop dead in their tracks and then they just don't revisit it again and that's just how it ends and it stops right there so a lot of times people can accomplish way more than what they do but their mind tells them to stop so if you have that tenacious vibe to like not quit then you have more than what a lot of people have and you're going to succeed but again it's not gonna be easy it never is and if it is easy you should probably be a little leery because something's going to come up. But also you may be at the point where you've been through all of your struggles and strife and all that stuff. And now you're just coasting. When you get to that coast point, you know, that's a good point. But the coasting doesn't come without years of work and years of struggle. And sometimes when you're at that coast moment and everything's going well, really that's your test to like believe that this is for me. This is exactly what I wanted. This is exactly what I see for myself. One huge thing about this whole Madam C.J. Walker um, miniseries is they keep referencing this, these girls that keep dancing in a circle. And there are points where Madam C.J. Walker is in the center of them and, you know, posing, whatever. And I just like how they keep bringing that back because it's, it's her vision. That's what she wants. That's ultimately what she sees for her business. And... It just keeps her on, this is what I want for myself and where I want to go. So it's just, it's just good that they, they did a good job with it. I probably will watch it again because it's so inspiring to me because ultimately I like business. I like money. I'm not going to sell my soul for money, but I like getting business started, businesses started. I like, you know, putting roots down somewhere and, and really seeing this seed blossom bloom grow because you know how much work you put into it that's kind of why i like um tending to plants because you see how much 
work you put into it and how big this this plan has grown and how beautiful it is. It's like you you definitely see how much you see in form how much work you've actually put into this item and you value it so much more. And it's kind of like your pride and joy. And that's that's what Madame CJ Walker did and I love it so much because it was such an iconic time period to like do what she did. Basically impossible. But not for her. Unheard of, yes, at that time. But that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of times things that that people haven't heard of, that's why they think it, it just doesn't is not supposed to exist. So if you're gonna sit there and because you haven't heard of it being done before, that's also a great sign that it needs to happen. There's a lot of inventions that come out of put out of like out of random spaces because people haven't heard of it before and it actually solves a problem that is currently here so if you sit in the bubble of like oh well, i haven't heard of that before so it's not a good idea then you're never gonna really do anything you're not gonna accomplish anything you're just gonna stay stagnant and then you're just gonna you're gonna work for the rest of your life i want to get to the point where i have to work i want to get to the point where this is my work where i talk about random things and people listen to it and they become better because of it. That's my work. And I don't even consider that work, which is the best type of work. So anywho guys, if you really wanna succeed, you have to abandon having a limited mindset. You also do not need to share your dreams too early to people. Because there's a lot of times that people don't want to even see you succeed. So they're gonna put doubt into your heart, into your mind early on so you are not doing more than what they're doing so you really gotta be careful about people that surround you um value your dreams as if they're the golden goose and you have the golden egg and it's so valuable to you make sure it's just something that you don't want to share to everybody too soon but you also just, you have to make sure the people around you are, are pro your team and wanna see you grow. One person in particular that I just loved during the whole mini series was Ransom. Like I love the fact that he did not care about what any other dude had to say. He was team Madam CJ Walker. He believed in her more than anybody else. And like having that support is so key to like you thriving in what you want to do so you can absolutely do it absolutely i believe in you and if you need me to be that support i mean i could do that i absolutely love helping people start businesses or goals and things that they want to do if you believe in yourself then i believe in you times 10. you don't need me in particularly to thrive you really just need your mind, you just really need your heart. You really need your heart to be in it. And if your heart's in it, then that's like 99% of the battle. Now you just got to get through it. You got to not take no for an answer and succeed. So I want you guys to like really succeed, do what you need to do, do what you want to do and do not accept no as an answer. All right. Especially in business. We're talking business, talking business <laughs> and what you want to do in terms of succeeding and and accomplishing what your dreams are. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day until we meet again.
You hear my wonderful voice. This is your host, Mentor Mel, a.k.a. Molly McFadden, signing off.